Hello, welcome to Be The Vibe Radio with your favorite hostess, Chrysalis Sun, and who we got today? Shaman Hands. <laughs> you know what that means, it's time for another Wine in the Sky for the month of October, and I'm also super excited because this is the first episode of season two of Be The Vibe Radio. Yes, we have been at it for a year. Hey! hey. I wish I had the applause of... Uh, effect anniversary <laughs> celebration yes this is the one year anniversary of be the vibe radio how and dope is that the yes. day before my birthday uh oh <laughs> yeah so i'm super excited um yeah i started this podcast around this time last year and i didn't at all expect the level of growth and listening um support that i've received so i appreciate you all Happy birthday, Be The Vibe Radio. Yes, yes, and yes. Y'all just pretended that sounds like that a was, whole bunch of people. <laughs> that was the applause. That's uh, that's one of the things. I'm going to start adding some effects to some of these. Uh, Please. Yes, yeah, so we can get it a little bit more hyped up in here. But yes, so we are here. We are ready to present to you the um, October's Wine in the Sky. I'm going to be real with y'all. This almost did not happen. <laughs> Again. Again. Man, it almost did not happen. Um, I damn sure ain't want to do it. Man, but we need it. it it's, it's getting real. It's realer. my birthday, yo. I want to focus on me. Oh, my goodness. He's having like, a diva moment. Fuck this shit. I don't want to talk <laughs> about this shit. Oh, my goodness. But we need to get this to y'all. So we, we, we got ourselves together, and we are here in the studio, and we are presenting October's Wide in the Sky. So so tell them about your dream, because that's going to um help set the tone. Yes. Tell so, them about the dream. Excuse me. So The Oracle dream. So yeah, I um I dream a lot, as you guys a lot of you guys know. <laughs> it's been a thing since I was ten. Um, and the more I've gotten into my spiritual journey and practice, the deeper and more clear the dreams have been. But I've always been a prophetic dreamer. I've always been a seer. So I had this dream, uh, maybe about a couple weeks ago. I know definitely before I went to to Vegas, I had this dream that um I was being shown a calendar for this year and it was open to the month of December. And I don't know who it was in the dream that was showing me this, but they were basically saying something about something going on in December for women in regards to Lilith. Um, dun, dun, dun. And I was like, okay. And so I didn't know why I was being shown this because I'm definitely not the astrologer. Um, so of course, when I woke up, I hit up, you know, I will hit up, like I text them. I rolled over. She texts me right beside me in my <laughs> sleep. And was like, you know, love, um, I don't know what's going on, but you may want to look at December um, for Lilith. And then I went back to sleep. So. Mind you, she didn't even check to see if I was really awake <laughs> to hear this ultimate important message. He, no, she did. I, he was awake. Y'all don't let him. I'm teasing. Don't let him be dramatic. But, um, she, but she rushed me out of my sleep like, um, love. I did not. I don't know what's going on with Lilith, but, um. That is what I said, though. That's how I said it. I'm going to need you to check on that. And then she just rolls back over. That, that yeah, that was, that. that's accurate. <laughs> that's accurate. That's how she be doing me. 
So it's interesting because you know we're in October and we're talking, and in the dream it was specifically talking about Lilith go something doing something in December. But as I pulled the cards for the Why in the Sky for October, I kind of saw that why I got that dream early on because there's some things going on in October that are already leading into December's energy. So yeah, that will actually be the bulk of what we'll discuss uh, this month. Um, why in the Sky. Yes. So, just so y'all know, I will be talking about October, but um, after the post I put up on Facebook, which a lot of y'all know about, regarding the dream that Chrysalis had that she just told y'all about, all of the feedback that seemed to immediately come in on the comment thread, people were speaking about December 21st, uh, the winter solstice. And supposedly this winter solstice was supposed to be like oh so special according to everybody that jumped on there. So I just naturally was like, well, I'm supposed to be looking at December, so let me just start with this since that's what everybody talking about. And lo and behold, I went to pull up the chart for December 21st, 2020, and immediately saw something huge going on with Lilith. So I was just like, yo, you can't make this shit up. Shit's crazy. This woman and her dreams and her prophecies and her oracle visions, like, this shit is just, like, so fucking real. It blows my mind every time. But then not only that, I immediately started to see other stuff in the chart to where it started. I started to feel like last year when I looked up the, the alignment for January 2020, it was, what, last what was that, last June, last mm-hmm. July, June or July of last year, and then I went on Facebook to make that video, because I was like, oh my God, I got to talk to y'all about this shit, it's crazy, shit's going to be crazy as hell, starting January 2020, if not before then, and here we all are in 2020 with its amazing um, one-two punches, like, what, every five minutes, um, so yeah, I'm just going to kind of be like that again, Um this one is solstice coming up, y'all. is fucking ridiculous. So I am going to be talking about October, but I'm going to have to fly through that shit as fast as possible because we got to talk about December. This shit is crazy. All right. So um, we are going to just get right into it. Um, I'm going to just get right into it and just start talking about the um, tarot spread. Um, it was very straightforward. I, you know, it's been that way actually for the last few months. It's just been like... <laughs> In a way y'all don't like. No, yeah, it's super straightforward. Um, Here we go. But I will say this. The first thing that came out was it's lots of fire energy. Um, I only pull five cards for the Collective Conscious Spread each month. And most of the cards this month were wands. Wands are fire. Um, It is motivation. It's action. It's our projects, what we're passionate about. It's aggression. It's competition. It's... Um, you know, uh, sometimes warfare, depending on, it's just the masculine energy, you know, like the, the action side of masculine energy, um, wands is a masculine card in the tarot suit. Um, but then the other aspect of it that was interesting is that, um, a lot of, there's a lot of divine feminine energy showing up to this month. So basically what it, what this is saying is that women will be in the spotlight this month, you know, women, the divine feminine will be in the spotlight. It'll be the focus. Um, so I'm just going to go right into it. So page of pentacles was the first uh, card. Uh, and this card definitely speaks to resources, um, but, you know, Paige is an immature 
uh, stage of that suit. Pentacles is, 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 is resources and money. So what this is saying is it's bringing our awareness to our resources, but to make sure that we check our resources and also check our values. Because uh, Pentacles is also about values, ethics, moral things. Like, you know, that that Venus energy, that Taurus energy, that Libra energy. Mm. Um, so not only just the tangible aspects of our hard work, which is money and resources and material gain, but also our, our values. Um, so this is an invitation this month to make sure we check our resources and our values. Make sure that you or and we, you as in you, but we as a whole are in alignment with our values um, and the things that we say that we want, the things that we want to materialize. Mm. Um, so this is an opportunity to check that. This month, it will be important to avoid waste. Don't waste your resources. Don't mm. waste your energy. And I'm not talking just your physical resources. Like, don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy. Don't waste your health. Like, avoid waste as much as possible. Oh, God. Um, now the page of pentacles is, is set telling us that our resources will be moderate, but they'll be consistent. So this may not be the month that we're getting big lump sums of money, but the money that we are getting the, and the, the gain that we are getting will be consistent. Um, which will be good, you know, for people like me who I, I just opened up a business. I like the, how that sounds, you know, I may not be getting thousands of dollars a day, but the money that I am getting, it's steady, it's steady money. So that, that, um, with this month is bringing us a certain level of stability when it comes to our resources, but the, because our resources will not be like huge sums, that's why it's important not to waste our resources this month. Um, the pentacles is a nurturing card. So, you know, it, and it's about uh, nurturing our skills. So, you know, if we have things that gifts, or skills that we um, know that we have. This is a month to just nurture them, um, pay more attention to them, fine tune them, um, maybe study a little bit more, maybe practice a little bit more, you know, just nurture the gifts that we have. It's extremely important to stay grounded this month, um, but I think that's the theme of the year. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah, that's just the overall theme for this year. Um, but the most important thing that the Page of Pentacles brings us is good news. Um, good news in, the, in terms of finances, business, education, and travel. Okay. So if you um, maybe put out, um, you know, a, a business proposal, you'll receive good news. If you've applied for a job application or went on a job interview, you'll receive good news. Hey. Um, if you've wanted to travel, maybe we'll get good news that, you know, they'll start opening up and letting Americans travel to other countries again. I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. I hope so. Maybe they'll start opening up the borders to us because <laughs> if that's the case, that's definitely good news. Um, and like if, if you are, um, if you've applied for school or, you know, whatever, you'll get a good news. So that's, you know, that's the main gift that the Page of Pentacles brings. But there's there's a there's a caveat. The the thing is, don't allow yourself to get carried away with the good news. So you may receive this news that's just so amazing and so great and you want to celebrate and you want to, you know, you may want to feel the need to splurge and buy stuff because, you know, you're getting a raise or, you know, whatever. But again, don't allow that good news to cause you to waste your resources. Mm. Okay. Um, then the next card is, is the interesting card. It is the Queen of Wands reverse. Now, mind you, just to go back to Page of Pentacles, 
Page of Pentacles is a um, feminine card. So this is the reason why I talked about, um, you know, the feminine energy being in the spotlight. So then you got the Queen of Wands, another feminine card. But see, the interesting thing is you got the Queen, who is a feminine character, in a suit that's masculine, which is the Wands. And this card came up reversed. So what this represents is rebelliousness within the divine feminine. Mm. Lots of feminist talk, you know, a lot of, mm. you know, um, energy around feminism Here we go. and women's rights. Um, and hypersensitive women. <laughs> Hyper, hypersensitive women. Here we go. Um, so these, it's going to be an energy this month of women rebelling, not wanting to be in our traditional roles of womanhood. Mm. More women who are going to be more on a warrior tip or more on a masculine tip. Women who are not going to want to be mothers, not going to want to be homemakers, not going to want to, you know, surrender to the divine masculine or allow the, the divine masculine to lead. Uh, just a lot of really pissed off women this month. <laughs> um... So, but it's it's more of like an inner rebelliousness, um, you know, a sense of over-dominance, aggression. Um, and what this is leading from is an imbalanced solar plexus. So remember when I talked last month, I think it was last month or maybe, yeah, it had to be last month because we didn't do one in, in August. I talked about uh, protecting your solar plexus and cultivating your solar plexus. This... Um, Queen of Wands reverse may suggest that some of us have been a little bit too much in our solar plexus. So now this Queen of Wands is coming in reverse to balance that. So, um, you know, anytime our solar plexus are overstimulated, then it makes us aggressive. It makes us dominant. It makes us obstinate. And then it causes a lot of digestive issues, constipation and ulcers and, you know, just different things within our intestines. So, Spazzing out on people. Spazzing out on people, wanting to fight. You know, and I find myself in that space a little bit. I, you know, like. Yo, she was about to go Hulk smash on the printer a minute ago. <laughs> I was about to toss that printer across the room. But that's not the point. The point <laughs> is, <laughs> you know, you're going to see that actually more from the divine feminine. You also may see more fights between women. You know, women getting into fights, argues, arguments, and, and physical fights. Um. But, you know, so just be aware of that. Be calm um, and pick and choose your fights. You know, it is important to stand up for yourself and, you know, stand your ground, but do so in a way that's, that's wise. Like, pick your battles. Everything doesn't require you to, 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 to go toe-to-toe with somebody. You know what I'm saying? And men, just be patient with us this month. Oh, God. <laughs> For the rest of the year, fellas, please. We're going to get into that during my part. Just be patient. You know, just be patient with us because we're going to be wilding out for a while. The, you stuff, know? the stuff that I'm talking about for December 21st, like, basically, she's saying that that shit is being initiated now. Like, it's starting now. But it's going to be heightened on the winter solstice. But we're already there. People. Right. So, um, the other thing that the Queen of Wands reverse represents is somebody who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and at the same time, they're aggressive and they're um, projecting their ideas and their and their you know their their way their thoughts of how things should be onto others, which means mm. be careful with giving advice this month. Is it won't be received well. Mm. People don't want to hear what you gotta say about what they should be doing. So simmer down, keep your keep your opinions, your advice to yourself unless somebody specifically asks you, because that's also gonna start arguments. Um, the other reason why this is important is because the Queen of Wands reverse represents.
represents an inability to communicate ideas. So not only is it going to be we don't know what we're talking about, and then we're going to be aggressive about the fact that we don't want to talk, don't know what we're talking about, but then we're going to not even be able to communicate any of those ideas very well. So just, just be quiet this month. <laughs> my sisters, please just be quiet this month. And that includes me. You know what I'm saying? I'm including myself on that. Um, especially those who are in leadership positions or in positions of head of households, matriarchs, elders, you know, people where people come to you um, for advice. Um, I was just take a advice fast for this month. Ugh. Just be like, <laughs> I'm not giving no advice. Go get a reading, go pull your cards, go talk to your ancestors, like, because you just, people, no matter, even if they come to you, and you, whatever you got to say, it's still not going to be received well. Um, Tell me what I need to do. I ain't want to hear that. Exactly. <laughs> just, 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 it ain't even worth it. Um, the other aspect that the Queen of Wands reverse brings is disorder, um, taking on too much, breaking promises, jealousy, and envy. You know, so um, us exhibiting those characteristics, but also us being around others that are exhibiting those characteristics. So um, there's going to be a lot of chaos this month, um, honestly, mostly caused by the divine feminine or feminine energy. Um, <laughs> taking on too much, being overworked. And because we're overworked and taking on too much, breaking promises. So don't... Um, uh, under the what is it? Don't overpromise. Over, you know, don't underpromise and and overpromise. Don't overpromise, right? And because you will underdeliver. If you underdeliver, right? So just okay. it's just gonna be like that. There's that communication, right? <laughs> I can think of the word. <laughs> and watch out for jealousy and envy. Okay. Who that was like? I had to take a, t a sip of my coffee. <laughs> okay. So the next card um, that showed up is the Six of Wands. Again, another fire energy, another masculine fire energy um, that is stoking the flames of the Queen of Wands because the Six of Wands represents uprising, discord, rebellion, and protests. Oh, um, God. <laughs> So, I, you know, I see this because we're, we're leaning into, you know, elections and it's just a lot of charged energy right now and everything is just so up in the air. So, um, but the energy, the interesting thing about the Six of Wands is that, again, these uprisings and discord, rebellion and protests are going to be woman led, divine feminine led. Mm. Um, but the Six of Wands also represents success or delays, depending on where you're at. And this has to go to do with... Um, the um what was it the page of pentacles and about whether or not you are in alignment with your values if you are in alignment with your values then the six of wands is bringing a lot of success this month if you're not it's going to bring, bring delays um the six of wands is also an invitation to compete you know, it's a competitive card. A lot of times it's about um, like friendly competition, you know, entering in into a race or entering in into like a, 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 a you know, competition or, you know, um, you know, yeah, like the but the fun aspects of it, not the the, you know, the um, dramatic or the the. There I go with me not being able to talk. Oh, my God. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> But you guys get what I'm trying to say, you know, like, don't, don't be afraid to compete. 
you know, because competing um, in a healthy way, healthy competition will be good this month. It's, it'll be a way to um, uh, channel that aggression, especially with women, you know, so healthy competition and don't be afraid to stand against the mob because there's going to be a lot of energy of mob mentality this month. Um, that has to do with the protest and the rebellion. So you're going to, there's going to be a lot of group think, but then there's going to be those who don't think like the group. So don't be afraid to be the dissenting opinion. Don't be afraid to stand against the, 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 the group think, um, that's going to be very healthy right now. It's going to be very necessary for both the collective consciousness and also for, um, you and us individually. The reason why it's important to be the, the dissenting, um, opinion is because it breaks the the circuit of the group thinking so if you have a whole group of people who are thinking one way there's a, a collective link that is created um on a psychic level but as soon as you have that one person that's not thinking like the others it breaks that circuit and that's necessary right now so um don't be afraid against to stand against the mob however again Going back to um, what I previously stated, still pick and choose your battles. <laughs> still pick and choose your battles. Um, now, another interesting card that came up was the Lovers Reversed. And um, I believe this is the only major arcana card that showed up. But, you know, Lovers represents Gemini. Um, it represents harmony, balance between masculine and feminine. So, of course, if the feminine is, you know, on the lamb and going rogue, there is no way to balance the unity between divine feminine and the divine masculine. If the divine feminine is like, fuck all y'all. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> there will be. Um, but what this is saying is it this this lover's reverse is um, it is illustrating how that affects the collective consciousness when the divine feminine is out of sorts, right? Mm. So it represents disharmony and in, in, in disharmony in relationships. Um, you know, just over, oh, no, disharmony, relationship issues, and just overall imbalance. Um, the other thing the lovers reverse is saying is it's not the time to make important decisions. There's still some lessons that need to be learned. Um, and so it's not the right time for us to move forward with any decisions, which is going to be difficult for a lot of us because we're feeling that fire energy. We're fearing, feeling that masculine energy wanting to proceed forth. But um, we don't have all the facts at this point. And we were not balanced enough to execute our decisions in a way that's effective. Um, so the energy of the lovers reverse brings doubt, separations, deceptions, temptations best avoided. Okay. Um, now temptations best avoided brings me to the next point, which is, um, the lovers reverse represents any past lovers that may show up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we may experience old relationships, even old friendships, but more so intimate lovers that may just show back up out of the blue, want to reach out. Um, also, <laughs> you know, how you doing? It's been a while. I've been thinking about you, all the other bullshit, right? Uh. <laughs> But don't get caught up in that um, oh because God. the purpose of the lovers showing up is not to go back to being lovers, but to examine whatever trauma or healing that that ex-lover um, 
brings up mm. any past issues like why did you guys break up what was why didn't the relationship work out mm. how did that person hurt you are you healed from that you know did you carry that into your your recent relationship wow. are you holding back because you're of love because you're hurt from this past person so when they show up think of it as a mirror and an invitation to re-examine any tra old traumas that you have from that past lover Mm. This the lover's reverse represents shadow work um, and looking at you know, the ways that we deceive ourselves, deception, the way we deceive ourselves and others by not being authentic and also our negative patterns um, because the lovers um, reversed can also connect with the devil card. You know, the devil card represents our negative patterns of behavior and the ways that we self-sabotage. So the lovers and the devil card can be intricately um, entwined depending on the positioning. Okay. Um, but get on that shadow work, especially before the winter. Okay. Because it always, every year it gets real in December, January, if, you know, and if and a lot of people go through major periods of depression um, during the winter months. Because you know it's there's less sunlight, it's darker, longer. It's it's um, everything's dead, and the the spiritual realm is is a thinner veil. So in uh, case you haven't been feeling that all year, <laughs> it's good that it's gonna get realer. So it's an invitation to start your shadow work now, and that's actually the reason why it makes sense why Lilith is showing up because Lilith is the dark side of the moon. Lilith is our shadow. So the women acting up is is us you know, looking at our, the dark side of our moon. And so, or not, or not. <laughs> so, you know, acting out and rebelling is a way of projecting that rather than going within and looking at that, um, in order to transform it. So it all makes so much sense. So, so, so much sense. Shit is crazy. Okay. And the last card for the month of October is another one card. <laughs> like I said, lots of fire, lots of fire. But the good thing about all this fire energy is that it's a supportive aspect for our passions and the, our projects and things that we want to bring um, into manifestation. So there's a lot of energy that's pushing that forward and supporting that. Um, so it's the three of wands. Um, and the three of wands always represents making decisions. However, for this month, it's not, it, it's more about the weighing of options than it is about the action of actually making the decision. So this is an invitation to actually look at what you're being presented with and then weighing, start the process of weighing your actions or your options, but don't necessarily actually make a definitive decision. That's what the three of wands is saying. Um, so it's giving you a, you know, a sign to not ignore what you're being presented with, but it's also saying this ain't the month to act on it, but at least start thinking about it, thinking about your options. Um, but the cool thing is, is that this is the most positive card in the spread because the three of wands is saying, Hey, everything's going to be all right. You know, this is a very positive card, a very supportive card. Um, and it's actually the end result of this month's adventure. Cause that's why I call this month. This month is an adventure. <laughs> You know, and so it's the end of result of this month um, because, dun, 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 the three of wands, you see how he's looking at me right now. <laughs> I 
that's just Scott how he's looking at me. He's so amused by me right now. Wait, what? Just the sound effect was just so adorable. <laughs> that's that's what I've been since I've got back from Vegas. I've been adorable. Um, <laughs> she has. She's been. Adorable. Oh my god. When she wanna. Be. When I wanna be. Well, I'm not wanting to throw the pip, the printer across the room. Or me. Oh my goodness. So it um the three of wands represents good fortune, success, and thriving. A sense of thriving. So like I said, this is the end result of this month's adventure. So if we do everything we're supposed to do and we remain in alignment with our um, values, then we are going to experience good fortune, success, and we're going to transition from surviving to thriving. Um, so the three of wands is an invitation to keep our eyes on the prize, but um, remain focused and calm and present this month. And if you do that, you'll be you'll be fine. You know, you'll be great. Um, Wait, they'll be fine if they do what? They remain focused, calm, and present. Mm. Okay. So, yes, stand your ground and compete and, you know, be the dissenting opinion. But don't allow, don't get swept in it to where it's distracting you from what your ultimate goal is. And only do so if, only do that if doing so is in alignment with your values. So, that's why it goes back to that first card, the Page of Pentacles. This is an opportunity to review your values so that way as you move forward this month, everything you do and say is in alignment with that. And turn off the damn TV. Lord. I'm going to get him a shirt that says that, and then he can just wear it. Yes, and it's going to be on the front and the back. Oh, my God. (laughs) And on my hat and on my hoodies and my pants and my boot bag. Can we get a bumper sticker? No. Okay. We're not. We're not putting up. Okay. No. <laughs> so that is that is my that's what's going on for the month of uh oh my goodness. month of October. It ain't so bad. It ain't so bad. Just ladies, just you if you're know. doing what you're supposed to be doing, it ain't so bad. But that's how it's been the whole year. This is true. So, all right, we about to get ready for what the shaman with the hands got to say. It's my time. Yes, it's your, it's your turn. Oh man, put your seatbelts on, people. Get your what pen and pads? Get your oh yeah, oh definitely get your pen and pads. Oh. You ain't got your pen and pad out by now. Are you tripping? Oh my god! <laughs> Everything she just said, your pen supposed to be in your in your lap on your pad. Pen pad lap. <laughs> oh my god! The fuck is y'all doing? Oh my god! Okay, my turn. Yes. So. Oh my God! How am I gonna do this? I got. I'm supposed to fly through this shit. Um, I got somewhere to be. My birthday tomorrow. I don't even be talking to y'all right now. <laughs> we'll get to it. I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. All right, here we go. So, what is today? Today is the third. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. So, yeah, how'd y'all like that full moon we just had? I don't do well with full moons. Full moon in Aries during the Mars retrograde. Uh, yeah, so that's why this past Thursday, if y'all remember, depending on when y'all listening to this, was absolutely crazy. Um, Friday was crazy too. Why? Because not only were we still swimming in the full moon energy, but Venus changed signs. Venus went into Virgo. Um, so yes, happy Virgo return, my love. You mean Venus return? Venus return. Oh, what did I say? You said Virgo returned. I said Virgo returned. See, there's that communication. (laughs) 
But my Venus is in Virgo, so yay. Happy Venus return for me. Your Venus and was it? Mercury. Mercury. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm giving out too much. Okay. So, um, y'all forget that we just said that, and <laughs> um, just know that we celebrating over here for for a lot of reasons. So, um, today is the third. Uh, if I do give out any times, because I'm kind of rushing right now, um, so I don't know what I'm say, but if I do give out any times, there'll be Eastern times. Okay. So just remember that. Um, tomorrow. October 4th, my day, Pluto goes direct. Yay, we definitely need to get some applause effects. Yes, because that's just one person clapping right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pluto, Pluto goes direct, 9.32 a.m. tomorrow morning, October the 4th. And we have the moon opposing Uranus at 6.59 a.m. prior to... Jupiter, no, I'm sorry, Pluto. See, I gotta get it together, y'all. Pluto going direct. All right, so that's a huge transitional energy. Um, Pluto is all about transformation, um, power, um, evolution, a theme that has definitely been in our faces all year, especially because it was one of the planets in the January conjunction that we've been talking about every fucking episode this year. Um, so that's tomorrow. All right. Um, just, just understand, I ain't gonna talk too much about that. Just understand that that's going to be a very supportive transition. Um, it probably ain't gonna feel like it at first, um, or maybe even for a while because Pluto is a very intense planet. It rules Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign of intensity. So, um, yeah, just, you know, if you, if you're going to look at the news, just know that you're going to be dealing with a whole bunch of shit. Okay. So, um, I do advise everybody to just stay away from the news. I know it's going to be kind of difficult for a lot of people in their own minds to do that because of all that's going on right now and everything you think you got to be paying attention to, but just trust me, if you paying attention to media, you, you better be grounded. You better be grounded. All right. So, um, but the fact that it's going direct, Pluto, it does mean that it's coming out of that retrograde energy. So the lessons involving Pluto will be a little bit lighter, especially as we move forward um, past this month. All right. So skipping through the rest of next week, uh, the following week, let's talk about the 13th. Big, big, big news. Once again, it's back, just in case y'all thought that, um, or you've been wondering when it's going to be happening again. Yes, it's happening this month. Mercury goes retrograde. Yes, it's back already. So the 13th, Mercury goes retrograde. That's a Tuesday at 9.05 p.m. And Mercury, at this point is in the sign of hold on checking my ephemeris tables uh let's see where are you at where are you at mercury is in scorpio oh boy so yeah that's um that's a lot and the reason that's a lot specifically for this month is because 
October is the month that the sun enters into Scorpio, um, which is actually going to be happening the very next week after Mercury goes retrograde. So, um, yeah, sign of intensity once again. Um, Pluto's going direct. Pluto rules Scorpio. Mercury's going retrograde inside of Scorpio. The sun is about to enter Scorpio. So, yeah, getting back to what Summer Christmas was talking about, the intensity, it's going to be an intense-ass month, people. Um, but before we t- before we get to the sun entering Scorpio, the same week that Mercury retrogrades, we have the new moon later on that Friday. So that's Friday the 16th. We have a new moon at 3.31 p.m. And the new moon, since at that point the sun will still be in Libra, that means the new moon is in Libra. So in a sense, that's actually one of the dates uh, that you can kind of look forward to this month um, or <laughs> kind of dig in to like pull some of the supportive stuff out of that event that will be there for you. Um, but just know that all of the supportive alignments that's happening this month, you still may have to concentrate um, on extracting the stuff that will benefit you because of all the potential distractions, all the shenanigans, all the craziness that was going on, that's going to be going on because of the upcoming election. We're already seeing more and more of it. Uh, we just got hit with the whole, like, President Trump and his wife supposedly being, having been COVID. diagnosed with the COVID now, if you believe that got shit. Corona. Yeah, if you believe that shit, but whatever. That's a whole other podcast. Um, so I ain't got time to talk shit as much as I usually do this particular podcast. So I'm just going to just leave that at that. But, um, yeah, a lot of intensity this month, y'all. So if you haven't noticed, we're already in the Mercury shadow. So um, Mercury is in retrograde to the 13th. But, yes, we're in the shadow now. Which is um, why I wanted to throw the printer across the room. Yeah, that's one of the reasons. Um that's also one of the reasons why I'm seeing like accidents all over Atlanta again, like, like all day long, like, and traffic is crazy. People in their feelings. Yes. Yeah, first of the month or around the first of the month. So that's part of it too. But yeah, just understand that there's a lot going on. Um, so where we at? That was the new moon on the 16th. All right, let's skip ahead to the 18th. That's the next Sunday, the following Sunday. Uh, Venus is going to be opposing Neptune. So this is actually, I'm getting a sense um, that this has a lot to do with the reversed lover's card that uh, Chris Lewis mentioned because Neptune is illusion. Venus is relationships. All right. So, um, yeah, just fellas, hold on to your hats because we're leading up to the discussion about this December shit that's coming up. But the 18th, um, it may not be intense for everybody, fellas, it's probably going to be intense for us. So, um, that's something I want to just say real quick for the fellas listening to this or anybody that feels like they, um, exhibit masculine energy in a very significant way. Thank you. Oh, Cause we are very gender inclusive here on this platform. Yes, we are. <laughs> and we- <laughs> Uh, or or people that don't have a gender, or people that non-binary are, people, or people that are changing genders, trans and, and those masculine men all, and men that those that identify as masculine. Yes, all the important letters <laughs> of the alphabet. 
We love you all. So, with that being said, everybody who um, who's masculine identified, thank you, honey, for the terminology. Um, you will very much so need to, and I'm not talking about just this month. I'm talking about this month and especially with the December date that we're about to get into. You are going to have to practice your listening skills. You are going to have to practice keeping your mouth closed and your ears open and patience, patience, patience. If somebody's in front of you who is, what, what is it, feminine identified? Yes. If somebody... If somebody's in front of you, I'm teaching him, y'all. He's he's getting it. He's learning. I, I love being a student. I'll sit in the classroom all day. We can do it. If you are sitting in front of somebody who is feminine identified, and they don't look very feminine identified because they are going the fuck off <laughs> and spitting fire out their mouth, just please just let them do it. Just let them do it. And don't give them any advice. Don't give them any advice. Don't give them nothing. Just just sit there. Give them an ear. That's what you can give. Just sit there. If if you have to give something, just go, hmm. Or, oh, wow. Oh, or you can say, oh, damn. Or you can say, shit. Or you can say, oh. You know, that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Practice that. Practice that. Practice that. Practice that. This will position you, especially if you start doing that this month, it will help you out so much by the time we get to December. Why? Because the more that they feel this type of grounded support from you, that rock, that stability, they're going to feel so much more likely to trust you when it's time for them to say, fuck everything you're talking about. And leave and go off into the danger zone in December. Because that's what's coming in December. Women are going to feel like, or was it feminine identified people? Yes. Are going (laughs) to (laughs) feel. Especially women. Are going to feel like saying, fuck us. Us meaning men and and masculine identified people. They're going to be like, fuck y'all. Fuck everything y'all talking about. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. I want to do what I want to do. I want to be rebellious and free and liberate myself. If they are not trusting y'all and and I'm including myself into y'all, that's not going to be good for them. They don't want to hear that right now. They definitely not going to want to hear that in December. But I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you, that's not going to be good for them because they're going to be putting themselves in a serious danger zone if that's the case, especially if they don't listen to what I'm about to um, talk about when we get to the December stuff. So, fellas, please, 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 please <sighs> practice just listening. All right. I got to keep it moving. I got to keep it moving. So where are we at? All right. 19th. That was the 18th. This is the 19th. That's the next the next day. That's a Monday. Uh, it's a lot going on that day, too. <laughs> um let's see yeah you might have to kind of just look into some of this yourself so i'm gonna just tell you what's happening and you can look it up mars is squaring jupiter 138 a.m venus is trining jupiter 335 a.m that's actually gonna help us out some because that mars square jupiter that ain't looking too great uh mercury is opposing uranus that ain't looking too great either that's what the hell? I'm just saying 
1050. <laughs> this what? I I didn't I didn't deal this deck. I didn't I didn't deal y'all this hand. I'm just telling you what cards you got. <laughs> All right, Mercury is opposing Uranus at 1053 p.m. All right. Now keep in mind Mercury's retrograde at that point, so that's putting even more like uh heightened energy on that. Okay, Uranus is shock, sudden unexpected change. You know what I'm saying? The trauma that comes with that, all of that stuff. Okay, so Mercury retrograde is going to be opposing that. So there's going to be a tug of war between those two um, ideas. On top of the fact that Mars, which is also still retrograde, is going to be squaring Jupiter, which is rewards, luck, fortune, expansion, and growth. All right? So, um, yeah, a lot of tension on the 18th and 19th. All right, skipping forward to the 22nd. Changing seasons again. So by this point, Libra season will be over, but it's all good because I'm about to turn the fuck up tomorrow. Shout out to all my Libras. 26, the sun enters Scorpio at 7 p.m. Eastern precisely, which marks the new season of Scorpio season. Shout out to all my Scorpios. Hey. It's all crazy ass. Intensity in the building. All right, so yeah, that's all I'm gonna say about that because we got to get to this uh this other stuff now. 25th, that is the following Sunday. This is the last Sunday of the month. The moon will be joining up once again with Mercury, conjuncting retrograde Mercury at 2:23 p.m. This is huge, y'all. This is huge. I'm gonna need y'all to really just read between the lines on this one because I ain't got time to talk about it like that. But what I will say is referencing back to January, the ultimate alignment that I've been talking about every damn podcast. The Sun, Mercury, Saturn, and Pluto were all lined up January 12th, 2020, leading us into all the craziness that we have been seeing for the past several months, all year long. All right. The sun lining up with Mercury again, especially with Mercury being retrograde, that means that there is going to be another, uh, oh my God, what do I even call it? Another um, piece of dynamite going off, another explosion, um, another smack in the face, another uh, pull back into the energy that is all about the theme of how all this shit started in January with the craziness all over the globe, um, forcing us into global revolution, evolution, uh, death and resurrection, um, karma, uh, limitations um, being initiated on a level that's unprecedented, um, mercantilism transforming globally uh energy exchange in all forms transforming globally like everything y'all everything that has to do with anything that has to do with the intensity of 2020 we're gonna see another explosion with that theme right around and or on the 25th of this month okay tuesday the 27th had to take a breath Tuesday the 27th, this is actually some good news. So this is another one of those dates that I'm asking you to dig into it, extract as much as you can from it. We got some Libra energy helping us out. Both Mercury and Venus 
are transitioning into the sign of Libra. Thank goodness, because Venus rules Libra, and Mercury needs some help. <laughs> Damn. So, but keep in mind, Mercury's retrograde, so that means that they're not really beside each other. They are both going into Libra, and, and really right around at almost the exact same time. Mercury's doing it at 9.33 p.m., Venus is doing it at 9.41 p.m., but they're not entering into it beside each other because remember venus is coming into libra venus is direct so venus is coming in from the virgo side mercury is coming in from the scorpio side but the fact that they're both entering libra especially right around the same time that's good news and that means that the intensity that we're going to feel from the sun entering scorpio will have some libra energy saying hold on Libra ain't done quite yet. Y'all y'all need some more Libra, and we will, y'all. Trust me. Um, <laughs> that's going to be the date that we get it, okay? Um, and it's going to last for a little while because Mercury's retrograde. So it's got to go back through Libra a little bit to turn around and then go back towards um, Scorpio. Venus, of course, has to travel through the sign of Libra because uh, it's just entering it on that day so yay for more libra energy because good gracious we can use it um peace harmony balance all that good stuff so look forward to the 27th people all right 31st halloween all hallows eve all saints eve yes yes so it's going to be intense full moon on halloween Full moon on Halloween, people. Wait, we just had a full moon. We just had a full moon. So that means two full moons in two one month? Two full moons in one month. Hey, you get a gold star. <laughs> Go to the head of the class. I see you. So, um, but I ain't going to get into that, y'all, because I got to wrap this up because we got to talk about December. But just know that that is very significant. We got two full moons in one month. All right? Just look up what that means. I want to talk about it, but I can't. Um, and on the same day, we got the sun opposing Uranus. So that's a whole nother Uranus shock, electrification, getting sitting in the electric chair, they're pulling the lever on your ass, um, tug of war between what we want to focus on and what's saying, nope, I'm about to shock you. Here's some extra trauma for the month to end it out. Um, on the same day as a full moon on Halloween with the veil being extremely thin, ancestor messages pouring through saying, hey, 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 you ain't been listening to me. You needed to get on your shit. Do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. Was Have I given y'all enough? Because I'm just getting started. Oh, my goodness. All right. So that's all of October. Any questions? No? All right. Great. Here we go. Moving forward. Okay, y'all. Now I'm really about to get into it. This is the chart. I got to use my phone, so bear with me, because if my screen go black, I got to do the little squiggle thing with my finger. This is, you know, what I have to do because Chrysalis couldn't get the printer to work. Don't get me started. She was trying to print out the the chart for me so I could just use that, but that was causing problems. So I'm stuck with looking at my phone. Um, and like I said, Mercury's in its shadow already. So just, yeah. And between that and all the, uh, exhales that I'm probably going to be taking. There's a lot of little circles and dots and lines I'm seeing. In a lot of different colors. (laughs) 
because not only do I have the chart on my phone, I actually went and edited the chart and circled a bunch of shit so I could remember what to talk about because there's so much on here. There's no way that I'm going to be able to talk about it in as much depth as I would like to because this is like, this, like what I'm about to get into, y'all, like for real, I'm not playing. This is what, this is the type of shit that would have me sit down and do a live broadcast and be on that bitch for like an hour or two hours talking about this one day. Just this one day, December 21st, 2020. That's what we're talking about right now. So, um, yeah. So, where do we begin with this? Let's, I mean, let's talk about Lilith since that's that's the whole reason that I ended up looking this shit up, right? So, like I said earlier in the, in the broadcast, as soon as I pulled this chart up, I was like, lo and behold, like, it was immediate that I saw that Lilith was doing something. So what is Lilith doing? I just mentioned Uranus a whole bunch of times. Lilith is lining up exact with Uranus on December 21st. On the solstice? On the winter solstice, honey. On the winter solstice. Wait, what? And not only that. Oh, oh, wait. There's more. Uranus is retrograde by then. So they're actually moving towards each other to line up exact on the winter solstice yes lilith the the dark moon celestial uh it's not even really a a physical body it's a a point when you um know what to measure for it's a point that represents the dark side of the moon but it represents intensity um rebellion especially our shadow side side, especially women rebellion against men and saying fuck everything y'all talk about everything y'all stand for fuck you adam i don't have to listen to any fucking thing you got to say who the fuck are you i'm doing what i want to do i want to be sexually liberated i want to be um like liberated from these chains any fucking kind of change you got to give me fuck everything you got to say go ahead i know you want to say something yes so uh because he just went in for those of you who don't know um well, who lilith is because they took it out the bible but i ain't gonna go there <laughs> she was adam's first wife um who she got kicked out of the garden of eden because she didn't want to be um second or submissive to him so supposedly when she got kicked out of this is the story this is the christian aspect of things supposedly when she got kicked out of the garden she linked up with some demons and became like a a (laughs) supposedly um but that's what she represents you know she just represents um the more wild sides of womanhood, the less submissive side, um, and also our shadow selves. So for women, it represents our shadow and the things that we hide from the world. For men, Lilith represents a type of women that you're attracted to. So this is another reason why this particular um, episode is good for men to listen to, because it, it'll point out um, just some things with, with even how you relate to to the type of women that you're attracted to. Be careful, fellas. I'm just throwing it in there. Um but yes, it definitely has to do with carelessness, um, not paying attention to what is going to keep you safe. Um, yeah, for those of y'all that have had Lilith readings with me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know that there's nothing wrong with embracing your Lilith and embodying your Lilith and stepping into your Lilith. However, there are some very key factors in your own personal natal chart that you want to make sure that you are honoring and giving attention to prior to doing that prior to stepping into that Lilith energy because 
if you don't harmonize that energy properly, you are not only endangering others around you with that power, you are also endangering yourself and you probably will be harming yourself in ways that it may be difficult to um, recover from, okay? Lilith is is very intense. Lilith is lining up with Uranus, y'all. I cannot stress this enough. Uranus is all about shock, sudden unexpected change, trauma because of that. It is all about um, electricity. It is all about uh, technology, the internet, okay? So you can definitely expect a whole lot of shock associated with the internet uh, right around that time. Now, let me let me address something real quick. There's a lot of people talking about this whole idea of like this three-day shutdown, okay? Um, a lot of us who have been researching a lot of stuff that's been going on behind the scenes and outside of the mainstream media, we've been talking about this whole idea of a three-day shutdown, but in a different way than a lot of people may think. Um, I ain't really got time to go into that, but I am seeing a lot more people recently within the past few weeks talking about, you know, beware because this winter solstice coming up is, you know, the sun's going to, um, disappear for three days or it's going to go down for three days and you got to be ready and stock up on your stuff and you know get your resources up which really i've been saying that all year um and yes you definitely need to be doing that but i do want to address the fact that a lot of us for whatever reason it seemed like every single year so many people like get this idea the sun going down for three days um concept just like completely misunderstood all right, completely misconstrued. Um, they don't understand or know about the um, the symbolism surrounding the idea of three days of darkness or the sun being down for three days or the sun being dead for three days, however you want to say it, okay? Y'all, that symbolically happens every single year, okay? But it's not like the sun is going to set and then not going to come back up for three days like it doesn't have anything to do with that and really the sun setting is all about where you are on the planet this energy that we're discussing is going to be happening to everybody no matter where you are on the planet if the sun is setting for me right now and you're on the other side of the planet the sun's not setting for you okay so please just understand that a lot of the stuff that people are saying just like chrysler said earlier people don't go people don't know what they're talking about Okay, just don't run with everything you hear somebody say just because it's like emotionally triggering. All right. Every single year, the sun, quote unquote, symbolically is dead for three days because of its position in the sky based on our perspective and what it's doing as it makes its motion to prepare to turn back around and go north again. Okay, that's what the winter solstice is. So that's just winter solstice energy period okay this is what helps to establish the energy of the seasons all right so it's nothing to like run up under your pillow you know what i'm saying or under your bed about this happens every single year this is what this is what initiates winter okay so um yeah i don't i don't want to get stuck talking about that but just understand that there's going to be a lot of stuff people are saying that's going to sound all doom and gloom. 90% of the time, probably more, probably like 97% of the time, they're not going to know what the hell they're talking about, okay? If you're not on this, like, deep 
heavy research where you're looking into like coded secrets within like religious texts and ancient symbolism and if you're not all the way up on that already at this point please just don't listen to what people saying because they don't know what they talk about unless they're referring to the ancient secrets and like really exposing it and breaking it down for you about what it really means okay but the sun is preparing to transition to go back north it takes three days to come out of its quote-unquote still point in order to do that that's what the three days of darkness is about however we actually may see a shutdown that's even more intense than the shutdowns that we've already been seeing um, here and there throughout the year 2020. So everybody that is up on that whole like internet shutdown talk and uh, TVs and electricity and all this shit, like this actually may be um, when that happens, if it does happen. So I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. All I'm saying is that if it does happen, is a likelihood that when it does, if it does, it's going to be on that day. All right. So, something else that's going on. Hold on, let me take a sip of water. Now, keep in mind, everything that I'm talking about now at this point is all on December 21st, 2020. Everything. Everything I'm saying. Everything I'm saying is on this one day, y'all. Okay, I'm just I'm reiterating because this shit is like is that serious. So we talked about Lilith lining up with with Uranus, right? Mercury still, I mean, excuse, pardon me. Uh, Mars is still retrograde at this point. Um, if you've been paying attention to the broadcast, you know I said that Mars it doesn't go direct until December twenty third, twenty first. Mars is still retrograde, but not only that, that means that this is two days prior to Mars stationing to turn direct, which means that the energy of Mars is going to be even more heavy. When Mars first goes retrograde, extremely heavy energy because it's moving really slow. When Mars turns around the station or it stations to turn around to go direct, same thing. Yes, it's moving out of retrograde energy, which brings a lot of relief in a sense, but at the same time, it's still that intensity. It's still extremely heavy. When planets station to go, whether they're going backwards or forwards, if they're stationing, the energy is extremely heavy, okay? Mars, don't don't forget, Mars also rules Scorpio. Mars just ain't about, ain't just about Aries. It's also about Scorpio, which is that intensity. So, once again, that's a whole nother layer that's going to be on top of the Lilith Uranus conjunction energy on the 21st all right pardon me y'all i gotta pull my picture back up i'm having phone snafus over here okay so once again while this is happening mars is still retrograde and it's like some of the heaviest energy mars is gonna have especially because it's turning around to go back through aries again all the all the periods of aries or the area of aries that it just went backwards through is turning around to go right back through that same shit all over again. So all the shit that we're experiencing now with Mars, but on the 21st, it's preparing to turn around to go right back through all of that again on the same day of the Uranus-Lilith conjunction. By the way, the, the Lilith-Uranus conjunction or Uranus conjunction is in Taurus. All right, it's going to be happening at six degrees Taurus. So if you if you up on what that means, look that up. 
if you want to just focus on the Taurus aspect of that and, you know, you don't want to get all into the numerology aspect of it, understand that Taurus is about sensuality, pleasure, okay? So, once again, the liberating activity is going to very much so be themed around the idea of women especially wanting to have pleasure, okay? You ain't giving me enough pleasure, I got to go somewhere else to get it, that type of shit, all right? Now, we're going to get into, I know I'm giving y'all a whole lot, right? I don't know if anybody's exhausted out there yet. I understand if you are. But before we wrap this up, I am going to give some information about how to work with this energy and some suggestions on how you can move through it um, as as efficiently as possible, okay? And ways to kind of actually counter and combat some of this stuff effectively, all right? Um, But just keep that in mind, that... Uranus Lilith conjunction is in the sign of Taurus. So Taurus is about values. Okay. So the liberation is going to be like, well, I want to be liberated and this has to do with my values and what I stand for. So get out my way, you know, all of that kind of shit. I want to feel good. I don't feel good and I want to feel good. Okay. Now I bring up Mars because, well, partially because while Mars is still retrograde during this period, Mars is also squaring a whole nother intense ass alignment that's happening that day. What is that? Saturn and Jupiter are also conjuncting each other. So they're lining up at the exact same degree. And not only that, but the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, those two planets just entered Aquarius on that day. So I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about on December 21st, Jupiter and Saturn will have both literally just entered Aquarius because they're not even at the first degree of Aquarius. They're literally between the zero degree and the first degree of Aquarius on the 21st of December. Saturn and Jupiter, people. Think back to January. Once again, Jupiter was involved. It wasn't part of the conjunction, the, the ultimate conjunction of this past January, but it was involved because it was in the same sign that the conjunction was in. And if everybody um, remembers, or for the people that don't remember, Capricorn, 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 Capricorn. Once again, oh my God, I knew she was coming with it. She came all the way back in the room. (laughs) So she's in and out of the room. She came all the way back in the room just to to say that in the microphone. (laughs) The The goat. Once again, Capricorn. We've been talking about Capricorn all year. This is partially why, because the conjunction of January that I t- that I spoke about earlier with the four planets involved was in Capricorn. All right, so a lot of shit still in Capricorn. Okay, but Jupiter was in Capricorn when that happened, and Saturn was actually part of that conjunction. So now these two planets are conjuncting right around. Really, before uh, we hit December 21st, but they're the exact same degree on December 21st. And at the zero degree of Aquarius means that they just left by by the, this point, by this point uh, on the 21st, that means they will have just left Capricorn, okay? But that doesn't mean that they have officially, like, escaped, so to speak. The energy of Capricorn. Why? Because what else is happening that day? Two of the other planets that were involved in that same conjunction from January are now just entering Capricorn. 
And they are also conjunct, and that is the sun and Mercury. So I just spoke about the sun and Mercury lining up in a conjunction for this month. Well, on the 21st of December, they're going to have another conjunction. So everything that I told y'all about the significance of Mercury and the sun lining up this month, because of how it ties back into the conjunction of January that led us into all the craziness of 2020, yes, they're doing it again on the 21st of December, the same day that Lilith is having a conjunction with Uranus, retrograde Mars is at its final intensity preparing to turn around, and Jupiter-Saturn conjunction is at the zero degree of Aquarius. What is Aquarius ruled by, by the way? Uranus. Shock. Sudden unexpected change. Awakening. Oh my goodness. Oh shit, is this really what it is? I thought it was this over there, but now I see it's really this. And now I'm going to have to deal with the trauma that's associated with that um, shocking experience. Okay? So Uranus energy is all over this thing. All right? Shock and sudden unexpected change is all over this thing. Intensity is all over this thing. Okay? Danger, if we not being careful, is all over this thing. All right? Now, not only is... Oh, real quick. I want to make sure I I make this clear. Because a second ago, I spoke about how Jupiter and Saturn is not really leaving the energy of Capricorn. Not only is that because it's hanging around the cusp of Capricorn and Aquarius still, but that energy of the sun and Mercury coming into Capricorn is basically saying, hey, nope, nope, we're not done with you yet. We're not done with Capricorn energy yet. So you got Jupiter and Saturn trying to leave the energy of Capricorn, but at the exact same time, the sun and Mercury, two planets that were in that conjunction in January, hit Capricorn. So you got like this, it's not even just a tug of war. It's like a, a shocking, like, snapback. Like, nope, you're not done. We're not done with you. So definitely expect a lot of energy on that day and around that day that has to do with, it's, it's almost going to be kind of like a tease. Like, like there's going to be some energy that's saying like, okay, y'all, y'all can breathe now. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're moving into a new chapter. We can finally be done with a lot of this stuff. And then at the exact same time, there's going to be more energy coming in. It's like, uh-uh, nope, that's what you thought. But nope, that's not what it is. Here, surprise. Now you got to deal with this shit. Um, What is that shit that you got to deal with? Everything that we was just talking about as far as the liberative factors, um, the tension between masculine and feminine, the feminine not wanting to listen to the masculine, the masculine being all out of sorts because especially if you weren't um, preparing for this and grounding yourself so that you could be that rock and support the Lilith energy or support the feminine energy wanting to be in their Lilith energy um, and just, you know, remaining quiet, being still, listening letting the feminine energy just explode and get all the shit out because really that's what's going to help when the masculine energy can just be still and hold on and be rock solid and patient and in that listening mode so to speak that's actually what is going to support the feminine energy a whole lot because even even this month in october because that's what helps the feminine energy when they can explode and then see the other side of that explosion after they explode, because this is the thing, fellas, like, 
women especially, you know, we say feminine um, identifying persons and all of that jazz. But women especially, like, they don't think the same way that we do. Like, they, like, we, we need silence and quiet to figure shit out. We figure shit out in our head. Women don't really do that. Women need to explode and let the shit out to figure this out. So it's like we get we can get upset because it's like, yo, why are you spazzing on me? Why are you saying this, this, that, and the third? Like, don't you see what you're saying? But they didn't see what they saying till they said it. Like once they say it, then they can look at it and go, oh, okay. So this is what's going on. But they some a lot of times, especially this year, Lord have mercy, they gotta just let the shit out. So we gotta be in a position where we can allow them to do that. If you get easily offended and you getting triggered by all of these shock, shocks and sudden unexpected changes, you're not going to do too well this month. And you're not definitely not going to do well around the winter solstice. Okay, so just prepare for that. Know that it's coming. Get yourself ready. Store your energy up. Be prepared. Know what's coming. Set the intentions. And then it'll be a lot easier for, for you to do that. If we do that, it'll be a lot easier for them to explode and see that their explosions aren't like um, destroying us. And when they see that their explosions aren't destroying us, not only will they feel better about the fact that we actually do have the strength to support them and sit there in their explosiveness, but that will also allow them to become more vulnerable and relaxed so that they can now look at the explosion that just came out of them and then start to understand what the explosion was all about. Because if we react to their reactions, that's not going to be good for nobody. It's not going to be good for nobody. And it's going to force them to want to go off and say, fuck everything we're talking about even more. All right. Um, so that's what I wanted to say about how, you know, it's going to kind of feel like the Capricorn energy is like settling and like ending and leaving us the fuck alone finally. And then, this is why it's actually not going to be really doing that. On top of that, you got that Sun-Mercury conjunction that I just spoke about. That conjunction is squaring the moon that day. The moon is going to be in Pisces that day. Pisces is all about illusion that day. All right? So, an emotion, a deep, deep, deep ass bottom of the ocean emotion. Okay? So the energy I just spoke about with uh, the sun and Mercury, and remember Mercury deals with communication, but it also deals with health. So keep in mind, like this, like our health is at stake here, people. Hint, 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 hint. What has been the conversation all year long? Our health. Okay. So not only are we talking about, um, you know, shutdowns and quote unquote three days of darkness and, um, like, you know, shock and sudden unexpected change and getting hit in the face with a whole nother, like, I guess we could call this like the third major hit uh, with the same thing that we've been seeing all year. Because the first one, of course, was the conjunction of January and the initiation or the ushering us into the whole called pandemic or plandemic or whatever you want to call it. And then I would personally say that uh, the, se the second round was Mars turning retrograde. So we can look at this as the third round if we're looking at it in those terms. Um, so, yes. And, of course, what is the winter solstice? Winter solstice is the start of winter. And for those of y'all that's in Atlanta, y'all can already see, like, it's starting to get cold now. You know what I'm saying? Um, those down south, 
Like we already feeling the cold coming in. And of course, what does that affect your immune system? So people, please get on your shit, get on your immune system, get on your health stuff. If you haven't been doing that already, what the hell are you doing? Like it's crunch time at this point. Okay. So Mercury deals with health, y'all. The sun and Mercury are squaring the moon. And the sun and Mercury are squaring Chiron. Chiron also deals with health, but not only does it deal with health, it deals specifically with trauma associated with our childhood, trauma associated with the very first wounds that we ever experienced in life. Some would say it would even stem back to previous lifetimes. Okay, Chiron is in Aries. Chiron's been in Aries for a while. Chiron is still going to be in Aries on that day. The winter solstice, all right? So the moon is in Pisces, squaring this conjunction between the sun and Mercury. And Chiron is just a few degrees away in Aries, also squaring the sun and Mercury conjunction. All right? Everybody take a breath. Check your solar plexus. Whew. Okay. Now, um, what do I give y'all next? There's so much on this chart. Lord have mercy. Okay, so we talked about the Sun and Mercury. We talked about Jupiter and Saturn. We talked about Mars retrograde. We talked about Lilith and Uranus. We talked about the squares with the moon and with Chiron. Okay, so here, let me give y'all some uplifting stuff. Hopefully this will be uplifting because good gracious. All right. Now, how do we maneuver through this? How do we um, kind of thwart off some of this stuff that's going to be thrown at us? All right. How do we counter this stuff? So let's look at the North Node, which is where our soul is happy. This is the direction that our soul wants to go in. Okay. At any given time. On this particular day, the winter solstice, well, make sure I just keep saying that because I want to make sure everybody's clear because I keep going back and forth between that and October. The winter solstice, 2020, the north node will be 19 degrees Gemini, okay? If, if the 19 degrees is throwing you off, just don't worry about that part, all right? Just know that it's in Gemini. What does that mean? It means that the south node is in Sagittarius. And the north node is in Gemini. South node meaning this is this is areas we want to be very careful in and not necessarily like ignore or don't give any attention. But we want to be very careful in because south node energy is where we can get tripped up and start having a whole bunch of mistakes, especially if we get into this mode of, oh, but it feels good. I can do it because it feels good. I'm supposed to do what feels good, right? Well, this feels good. So let me do it. No. South Node energy is all about familiar energy that no longer serves you, okay? Sagittarius, what is that? It is exploration, wanting to venture out. So, sisters, feminine uh, identifying persons, I'm, I'm pleading with you right here. I'm on my knees with my, with my uh, oh-so-gentle... Um, gentle giant shaman hands eyes looking up at you saying please just consider okay this is where you can get tripped up so if you're feeling the the need and the desire and it feels so good to go out and venture and get away to get away from it all especially 
if you're talking about because it has to do with the fact that you need pleasure, you know what I'm saying? If it's for the sake of seeking pleasure and feeling good and you just got to feel good because you've been feeling bad so long this year and you just need to feel good. Okay, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying be mindful that South Node is going to be all up in Sagittarius and that means that the North Node is going to be in the very opposite sign of Gemini, which means information communication communicate what you are doing so i'm not saying don't go nowhere i'm not saying don't venture out i'm not saying don't explore i'm just saying if you do that it is going to be dangerous as shit around this time if you are not communicating what you are doing okay communicate what you're doing to your partner communicate what you're doing to the ones that is closest to you to the ones that you trust, to the ones that got your back, even though you may not even want to admit it sometimes, all right? If in your heart you know that there is somebody that has your best interests in mind, no matter how much they can get on your fucking nerves, understand that you are putting yourself in a much safer position by communicating what you are doing, okay? And re-communicating what you're doing and re-re-communicating what you're doing. Why am I emphasizing that so much? Because the North Node on December 21st will be squaring Neptune in Pisces. The sign of illusion. So even if you put forth the F and you say, well, Shaman, I did what you said. I communicated. Understand that it still may not come across effectively. Okay, so you may think you've communicated. Communicate some more. You may think you communicated some more. Communicate some more. I'm telling y'all, December is going to be one for the books. All right. And if we got a whole bunch of our sisters and feminine identifying persons running out here trying to get free from all the shit that don't feel good to them for the sake of needing to feel good and they're doing it impulsively and they're doing it rebelliously. Y'all, I'm telling y'all, y'all going to be putting yourselves in a lot of danger. And don't think that me and, and some of these other astrologers out here are the only ones that's paying attention to this. You best believe that these motherfuckers out here that are orchestrating all of this craziness to get us um, caught up in a bunch of bullshit and, you know, sex trafficking and child trafficking and, you know, vaccinating everybody and all this kind of shit, you better believe that if they're not into the astrology themselves, they got some astrologers on deck and they know what's coming. And this is a perfect time to set some traps. So what am I saying? I'm saying that sisters, if you act impulsively in December, based on the energies that we're talking about right now, please believe me when I tell you that there are some traps already being set up right now to get your ass caught up. Okay? I want to make sure that's absolutely clear. So, with that being said, I'm wrapping up right here because now Chris is coming in the room giving me the eye rolls. <laughs> we got places to be. We got, I know. We got places to be. Today is just today was just crazy, y'all. So, that's another reason why I'm flying through this shit. But this shit is really important. So, okay. What else can I give y'all? Because I just want to make sure that y'all feel at least somewhat okay with this and we're gonna be talking about this more i'm sure because yeah, it's, it's, it's too important for us to just leave it at this and leave y'all and leave y'all hanging after this um 
you're going to want to you're going to want to explore not just because the south node because but also because venus is going to be in sagittarius so exploring is going to be even more attractive because of that um but also understand that uh it's going to be good to have somebody with you when you explore especially somebody who is an expert at exploring so if they're a sagittarius if they have a lot of sagittarius energy if they just got your back, period, and, you're, and they're your protector and your gatekeeper, okay? Ladies, I'm telling you, you're going to want to break away and be liberated and rebel. But just please understand that you're going to need your gatekeepers. You're going to need us, okay? You're just you're just going to. I know you don't want to hear that. You're definitely not going to hear that then. Please just remember what I'm saying, all right? We're in some, in some potentially dangerous times right here. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh... I'm, I'm, it's it's a lot, y'all. I might I, I might have to wrap it up right there, honestly, because we gotta go. But damn, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot, and, and it's again, a lot. It's a lot that I ain't said, but we don't gotta give them, <sighs> give them all. Because I'm sure when we do the December's wine in the sky, we'll definitely be talking about it in depth. But we definitely just wanted to give an introduction and just kind of a warning, and just to let you guys know that you know this. Again, it makes sense why we're being told to align make sure we're aligned with our values um because this is definitely setting the tone for december which means it is setting the tone for us going into 2021 um so it goes back to why we started this at this uh, series to begin with because we were wanting to prepare you guys for january 2020 now we're preparing you guys for january 2021 um but yeah if y'all are listening and oh my god, he's see how he is. So okay, so I gotta say this though before we before we finish. Um the day of the election, the presidential election, guess what? We have another Mercury station. Dun dun dun. Mercury goes direct on election day, y'all. Oh Lord. I just think that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, keep watching that news if you want to. Um, I know I'm not gonna be, but yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Um, I can't wait to laugh and talk shit. Um, the first week in November after the election. Cause I bet you there's gonna be a lot of stories of like polls, like having glitches in the polls, and you know, cause they use the electronic system for the polling. And the polls of the Earth. Oh my god. <laughs> and the polls of the universe. Anyway. And all kind of other <laughs> shit that got everybody all in their feelings and scared. Oh my goodness. Just turn the shit off, yo. Just turn it off. And then the following um, week. Literally, the the Tuesday after the election is um, Mercury entering Scorpio again because it will be turning around soon to go back the other way after it goes retrograde. And it's going to be going back into Scorpio where it's about to leave now. So, yeah. So, thank you all for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> that is Hope you enjoyed it. That's October's wide in the sky. Um, I love y'all. Stay alive. Oh my goodness. So yeah, you know, you guys know where to find us on the social media. Um, you know, email me therapeutic vibrations. You can hit be the vibe com if you want to hit me there. Now I will make a couple of special announcements. Um, one, I will be going on my winter hiatus. Um, I yes. do I do this every year how, around this <laughs> winter solstice. Uh, but um, this year I'll be doing it a month early. So from November 23rd until February 1st of 2021, well, 
November 23rd of 2020 to February 1st of 2021, I will be on winter hiatus, meaning that I will not be booking any readings. I will not be seeing any Reiki clients. The only thing I will be doing is running Simbi's Conjure Shop. So if you are traveling to Atlanta or you're in Atlanta, you can find me there at the store. Otherwise, I'm on a serious like eight week, you know, two and a half month break. Um, the We're in the last session of my language of tarot class. Uh, that will not be reopened again until around March of next year as well. Um, but yeah, <laughs> well, in other words, we shutting down. We getting the fuck out of here. Right, <laughs> we shut down. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm still doing readings, um, but I'm no longer doing them on Tuesdays. Um, my schedule just changed at work, so it will be Wednesdays now, not next week Wednesday though, because my birthday tomorrow. And I'm turning up, and I ain't talking to none of y'all. Yes, love. We know it's your birthday. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> oh my god, he's worse than me. Yes. Oh my goodness. Up. But yeah, so yes, yeah, shaman hands will still be available for readings. Um, but if, for those of you who want a reading or a Reiki session, definitely book me before November twenty third. Otherwise, you will have to wait until next year. I will also not be on social media. Um, the only social media I may be doing is posting to Simbi's IG page. Other than that, I am taking a serious social media fast um in around thanksgiving and move until move into the new year but other than that thank you thank you thank you you guys so much for tuning in thank you for supporting the podcast thank you for allowing us to have a one-year anniversary hey. um again you guys know where to reach us um tell your friends yes share this spread word get the word out um and yeah we'll just continue to just be bringing you the the awesomeness stay alive <laughs> All right, y'all. So that's it. Peace and blessings and definitely enjoy the month of October. We out of here. Peace.